Good morning. Welcome to Alexander and Friends at the Old House Barbecue. We're recording live this morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. So because we don't have Daisy here this morning, we're going to move our show quickly so that we can introduce our guest today, who is an exciting young man. So it's Marshall Johnson's here this morning. Good morning, everybody. So glad to see you well, guys this morning. Good morning, Miss Marshall. Will you mind just cl- open the, our event, our day with a good prayer, please? Yes. Bow your head, please. Thank you, Father, for all what you do for us, to Heavenly Father. We ask that you come in and speak through us, to Heavenly Father, as we continue to bless our listeners through Alexandra and friends. And thank you for our special guest and his family, dear Heavenly Father, for blessing him for all the things that he do for you, dear Heavenly Father. Thank you for our guests that we have inside the house, and thank you for our sponsors, and thank you for you out there who listen to us every time we come on monthly, the first Saturday of the month and the last Saturday of every month. We thank you, we give you all the glory, and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Shalom Shabbat. Thank you so very much. Well, Marshall, we're going to start the show pretty promptly because since, since we were here last time, last, yes. that last Saturday, many things have happened. Number one, you knew that Daisy was running for city council. That's right. Daisy Congratulations. Palomo, and she is now the city councilwoman for District 6, I believe. So we're so excited. So we're going to have a councilwoman sitting at our, around our table with us whenever she's available. That's right. So Many blessings are we're coming. blessed. So mm-hmm. let's just bring our guests on because we—it's just the three of us, and we have so much to converse and uh, talk about. So you want to introduce? Yes, good, I couldn't even wait let a it minute. Get... He's a realtor, so we're in competition right here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you got two realtors today, so we we got to be very careful here how we act. When he walked in here, I already seen I already seen the light. Oh, what light? God's light. Very good. And I already seen it. So it's really, I'm truly excited. I um, read the bio. He happens to be Michael Clark, our producer, good friend of his over, they said, 22 years, I believe. But Michael said he was only 23. Yeah. You know, that's what we do as the time goes by. We go backwards. I'm 21. But that's what keeps you, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what keeps us younger, though, I right? See. That's, that's good. Okay, that's yeah, good. You get, it's all about the mind. It's all about the mind it's and the heart. And the heart. That's it. That's it. So we have Mr. Jeff. He says Jeff Young. Um, he's a hairstylist. And him and his wife have their own owners of Salon, Salon 3, excuse me, Salon 3 in Bedford, Texas. They have two children that have been married for 27 years in August. He's also a realtor. He's also a real estate investor. And he also been cutting hair over 25 years. But let me tell you the special part. After all the work that him and Molly, as his wife's name, has done, now they're empty nesters. So we get to hear so much about his great background and this wonderful God-fearing gentleman. Let's welcome him, guys. Mr. Hi. Jeff Young. Hi, Hi Jeff. Mr. Young. Good to have you. It. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here this morning. You have exciting. I just want to say one thing, okay? Yes, ma'am. As realtors, let's shake hands, okay? Okay. Don't forget, this is my territory. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. 
We can share. Okay. What, share. him or the territory? No, we can, we can share. It's enough for everybody. You oh, know how that is, that's right? That's right. God has that's plenty right. for all of us. Absolutely. It's, it's well, enough for everybody. Tell us a little bit about you and where, what your name is and where you are and how much is your haircuts. <laughs> oh, my I need name's... a haircut. <laughs> Jeff Young, and it's funny how y'all um, go towards the salon, I guess, the ladies. It's, it's pretty hilarious. So, yeah, I... Uh, I've been cut here for 25 years, and in, in my yeah, back when I was uh, younger, I always wanted to uh, cut hair, and I thought it was strange. And and uh, when I got married, three years into my marriage, I asked my wife, you know, uh, I want to cut hair. What do you think? And she said, Well, free haircuts and color for you. What are you waiting on? <laughs> so I got my license, and I'm a guy. I helped women look more beautiful, and it was amazing. I had an incredible business, and then. I got cancer, and I had wow. testicular like Lance Armstrong, and so I went through lots of radiation. They had mm-hmm. to pinpoint uh, where they hit me with the radiation, and we had to do it quickly because we called our insurance company and told them, hey, we just wanted to give you the heads up. We just found out that uh, I've got cancer, and and they said, well, thank you for telling us. Uh, because of that, we're going to call it pre-existing and you no longer have insurance with us so oh my goodness oh goodness so as we fought them uh what we could get we were told that i had to get six weeks of of radiation in a two-week period so they just really hammered me hard with it and by god's grace i've been clear ever since oh congratulations god is good god is so excellent over 20 years 20 years and so the thing that happened is that the radiation uh triggered my thyroid Okay. To go hyper, and I went into a thyroid storm. And so as I started to lose weight, I lost 50 pounds in, in two months. Uh, I went down to 135. I looked like a concentration camp victim. And, and we couldn't understand what was going on. And my wife took me to the emergency room, and the doctor on duty figured out that it was thyroid. And so uh, he got it turned around, and, and he said within the next 24 hours I'd been dead because my body was basically burning itself out from the inside yeah. like a hot... Yes. Water heater that had blown both ends and the in, the guts. There was nothing to cool it, and oh. and oh. so as we walked through all this and and life continued on. She was uh, six months pregnant with our second child when we oh. found out I had the cancer, and and we had Amy, and so uh, just a you know a young family just just walking through it. That's exactly. But you had the journey with God. Oh yes, ma'am, and and that's the only key. The key is that God is everything. Yes, He is. He's the only answer. So what is your right. wife's name? Her name is Molly. Molly. Good yes. golly, Miss Molly. Good golly, yeah. Miss Molly. Mm-hmm. And how many children do you have? We've got two children. Our daughter is 21 and our son is 19. Oh, my oh, goodness. Wonderful. So your journey through life has been very productive. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yes. Yes. yes, ma'am. Yes. So how long have you been a realtor? Uh, I'm going on seven years now. And, seven years. And so I had left. I had to, to leave the hair industry and, and go to a corporate America job for 10 years so I could sit down and, sure. and get off my feet Absolutely. and also get the insurance mm-hmm. and everything in case something happened and it came back and I had passed or something. We had we had all the things in place for Molly that very she could take care father. of the children. Very good Very, mm. very good. You were thinking about your family all the way through. Yes. And though corporate America, it, it, was, it was tough and I learned a lot. Uh, however, I had still wanted to. I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Absolutely. My father had a lot of rental properties when I was growing up, and I remember at 13 climbing up a ladder with, with shingles on my mm. shoulder and mm. nailing them down and started young and helping him out inside mm-hmm. of the properties to take care of them and, and paint them and doing floors, everything. And so uh, I had, after 10 years of being a corporate American, my wife decided she wanted to get her license to, to cut hair. And I was like, well, fantastic. You get your license and 
and then we'll buy a salon. And she was like, can you just slow down a minute and let me just see if I even <laughs> exactly. like exactly. doing hair? And, yeah. and so she took 40% of her clientele from hair school. And I was like, well, sweetheart, there you go. You're, you you're just a success. Got it. Let's do it. That's it. And she's like, well, just give me a little bit more time. And so I did. And and she was doing great. And she said, okay, let's, let's do this. And we found a little place and we mm-hmm. bought it nine years ago. And it has eight chairs. And and we've watched the the Lord just bring in stylists and, and us uh, feed into their lives and love on them awesome. and, and build them awesome. up. That's and, the secret. And so yeah. uh, that's been wonderful. And then I always wanted to go back into the residential real estate side of it and into buy properties and own re- rental properties. And so I got my license, like I said, about seven, seven years, years ago. ago. Mm-hmm. I stayed cutting hair for a couple of years and then I stepped out of hair. Uh, for a couple of years to be able to really focus on real estate. Yeah, you have to do that. Unfortunately, with real estate, you either do it part, you cannot do it part time. You know that. Yes. You have to go in and give it all. I've been doing this for four, over 41 years now, so I mm-hmm. can understand, yes. <laughs> well, it sounds like your family is very strong and that you have a very powerful marriage. We do. Yes, and, and been married for 27 so, years. Yes, and I was so. going to ask you. What is your secret to success of 27 years, you and Molly? Before he comes on, let me just take a second to announce. You're listening to Alexander and Friends, and we are coming live to you from the Old House Barbecue in Carrollton, Texas. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to advertise, please give us a call. I'm at your service, Alexandra, 972-342-2932. We'll be right back. Yes, so... Okay. In in our marriage, the, the key has always been our personal relationship with, with the Father. And, and that's, that's the answer. Amen. We have uh, walked through so many things and the, the devastation of the sickness and, and just life and things that we carried with us from the past that, that we've had to learn to. The, the biggest key is that I have learned that you can only change yourself. That's, that's right. That is correct. That's yes. it. That is correct. You can't change anybody else. That's right. You can't control anybody else. That's right. When the children are little, we have a few years where there's what we can call control, where if they're running out into the street, you can mm-hmm. grab them back mm-hmm. and keep them from getting hit by a car because they don't understand. However, as they even as they get older and they hit 12, 13, 14 years old, they, there's no control. And that's where a lot of the struggle came from, is that I came from a background where uh, my dad came from a harder family. They came from the backwoods of Tennessee, and there were three brothers, and they would like trade shirts and pants and stuff there with mm. you know it was a lot of poverty and and so his dad worked in a meat processing plant and it was just tough times and so as he raised I'm us, going to interrupt you it was not tough times it was hard work mm, yes ma'am that, may, it, that they do not do today that they do not do today <laughs> tough times are what bring people together right yeah. and your family when you when we say Tough times is the time that we have put the sweat. So you mm-hmm. had tough times, and look where you are today. Right, so right. it was a good, powerful, tough times. Right, and bringing it forward, too, the, the, with my dad. So he brought a lot of uh, just control and, and fear into mm. uh, raising us, my brother mm. and I. And so great point. because of good that, point. I carried over the fear and control into raising my family because mm. I thought that's how you do it. Mm, that's and, right. And so as the years went on and we went through the sickness and the struggles, I um, had a lot of issues with, with aggressive and, and, and loud and, and just afraid for my wife and my kids and everything. I just didn't understand trying to figure myself out, trying to be able to pay the bills and 
be responsible and deal with the sickness and all of the things. So what that did is that with the sickness, it drove her away from me. Yes. And mm. so because of that, um, there was a lot of struggle and strife and problems in our marriage. There was two or three times that we mm. were on the verge of divorce. And, and so as we continued forward, the amazing part, again, when you take it back to God, I, I had a gentleman uh, bring a book to me called Discovering the Mind of a Woman. And, and it says in this book that either you will read it and it will change your life or you'll start to read it and then you'll throw it across the room and say that it's pure trash because Ooh. it's so powerful. And what it teaches is that mm. the man has to understand that his responsibility biblically in the house is that his children can come to his wife and to him, his wife can come to him, but he has to take it to God, meaning that when Amen. the children are struggling and they're sad and they're fighting and they're trying to figure it out and they're coming and they're, it's going at the father or the mother and the mother brings it to the dad. If the father spews venom back at the wife and the kids, then all that does is destroy them. Destroy them. So when we, the men, turn to the father and take it to the father and work with him first to be able Ooh. to then turn back around to our family and love them through the things that they're going through, it changes everything. Absolutely. And I didn't understand that. And so I would just throw venom back on my wife and kids and just just beat them up. And then when I thought that I had subdued them and there was victory, then I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm doing this right, which was totally wrong. And so the amazing part in, again, is, is that reading that book and figuring that out and going, oh, man, I, Father, I've got to change. Again, who can you change? Yourself. Yourself. That's it. That's it. And so uh, I went on something called the, the Fellowship of the Sword, where you go out into the woods for a week, and, and you come back in fellowship. They have them for men, and they have them for women. And the, we the, would come back together, the men, and we'd, we'd have dinner together and, and worship and, and, and spend time. And then we'd get up the next morning, and we'd go back out in the woods all day mm -hmm. long and be alone with the Lord with our journal and, and just spend time listening and, and learning and reading Scripture and that's where he taught me when I was in the woods about um, love and respect and that I had to stop this fear and control if I was ever going to be able to continue forward and make this family into what he wanted to be. So you were doing what Moses did. You went up to the mountains and you prayed. And that's what you were doing in the woods. Mm. You were asking God mm. for guidance. That's good. Mm. That's it. So he showed me, and I came back home, and I remember my wife was sitting there in the living room in the, on the chair, and, and I said, uh, baby, I want you to know that, that I, I literally had just gotten back from the trip, and I said, I've, I've learned. It's about love and respect, and it's not fear and control, and I'm so sorry, and, and, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I understand, and I'm going to change. And her exact words were, I don't care what you did with God in the woods for, for five days. When these kids are grown, I'm out of here. I'm done. It's over. I don't love you anymore. I don't want to be with you anymore. Oh. Uh, and that was about five years ago. And so I said, okay, well, hold that thought. And I left and I went and called one of the leaders. I drove my truck off down the road and stopped and called him and said, this just happened. And he said, great. Now you get to either act like a man or you get to act like a boy. You act like a boy and go back and say, fine, if that's what you want, then we'll end this thing. It's over. And he said, you can go back and act like a man and say, uh, Come on down. Come, come on, on down. down. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. When you come and do your testimony about what marriage go through, this is what my book talks about, how it takes both partners to stay in there and fight. He wanted this. 
She didn't, but he still came in and took his part, took his place, removed forgiveness. He came in there with love. He completely changed instantly. And thank God that we have somebody who can prove to you that your marriage can work if you want it. You both got to want it. But he came back in. He said, you know what? I'm the reason for this situation. I'm the reason why we are going down this lane. But guess what? I'm going to change because I want my family. God bless you. Thank you. And so I, uh, I went back and uh, well, he, he said to me, he said, you can act like a boy and you can say it's over. You can act like a man and say, you know, sweetheart, I'm sorry that you feel this way. Thank you for sharing with me. Uh, I want to show you that I, I have learned and that I will change, and I hope that by the time the kids are grown that you'll see that I'm different and uh, um, that you'll, you'll stay with me and that you'll, you'll think differently and that we can you know, do life together. And she said, well, you know, whatever, we'll see. And so the years went on, and um, I think I was a couple years late for my daughter. Uh, she, uh, she still loves me. There's just been you know, a lot. She's She's living her own life and doing her own thing, and there's there's a lot of disconnection there. But there's still She'll um, come back. I'm in love and respect now to her, and uh, and my son. I grabbed him early enough that in our relationship we got to grow really deep together, and and it's we've got an incredible relationship. And then the kids now, you know, she's got her own apartment, and he went and was a missionary in Cambodia for oh a year, and, and he's come back and. And he's in an apartment with a buddy of his, and the kids are gone. And, and Molly and I are now in a place that we are better than we've ever been in the 27 years of marriage. We, we love each other with, with all of our hearts, and we're just in this incredible place because we constantly take it back to the Lord and, and, and let him lead and, and ask him to change us and grow us. And it's the analogy of instead of fighting each other, we have to turn back to back and fight outwards towards the Ooh, enemy amen. and towards the demons Love and towards that. the spiritual world. And, and that's what she and I have done. And so all Love of that. The, the issues have stopped. And, and, and it's an amazing thing that our communications in the house and that I come to her with love and respect instead of retaliation and, and fear and control. And it's just been amazing. And, and the answer was, I changed. Instead of wanting her to change, instead of wanting her to be different, instead of asking God, why can't you fix her? I've worked on fixing myself, and by changing myself, I've watched change in her because her love for me has grown. I've been able to love her. Our wives are like flowers, and our responsibility <laughs> is to water them and nurture them and fertilize them and take care of them and love them. And yet when we deprive them and when we're harsh to them, then they wilt. And so that's where I learned that I was not taking up my responsibilities of, of how I'm supposed to be as a man and my responsibility as a husband. And now we're, we're living absolutely our best life with each other. And our children have been able to walk through and see who we were and how it all went and who we are now and them seeing our love for each other now. And it's helping them understand relationships in life. And even though they're still young, I mean, they're trying to figure themselves out. Of course. They will always resonate. Mom and dad figured it out. And mom and dad absolutely love each mm -hmm. other. And it's not fake. They're not like mom and dad act like this when we're in public. And then we know what they're like behind closed doors. They're actually the same people out outside and, and at in. home at all times. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's the joy that, that I live in now. Well, I'm going to say something to you. Very important. Um, I was married 39, almost 39 years. I just lost my husband two years ago in March. And we had, uh, we got married. Um, 
I had a son previously, and we went through these issues ourselves. And we, I learned one thing very, when I was very young with my, with my grandparents. We always sat down, discuss items, and you know, when you have a blended family, when you have a family and you have a son that's not the same part, we went through this ourselves. My rabbi sat down one day with both of us, and he told me, and he said, you need to go away for a week or so and think about what you want to do. My son was 12, 13 years old at that time, because I said, you know, if you don't want to live here, then you can go, okay? I, I did. I left. I went to Israel for two weeks and did a lot of praying. I was hard. I was a very difficult. I'm very difficult to live with. But my husband loved me very much. And uh, we sat down and, and we went through the same. We nearly went to a divorce because I thought I was in control. I had to change from within. I was not in control. My mm -hmm. husband was my partner mm -hmm. and he was helping me raise my son, you know, but I did not allow it. I wanted to be in control. This was me. It was my son. You can't say anything. And trust me, I have the same thing as thyroid. I have hyperthyroid. Very bad. And as a matter of fact, I think I'm going through it right now. And I went through this thing, and my husband became very ill. And I dealt, I dealt 11 years with my husband, very ill. But we found God was our, our, our shepherd. Mm -hmm. he, source. Our source, because he got to the point that my respect, his respect for each other, you have to bring it together. And you sure. have to say, hey, this train is not going by itself. We both have to do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, now, you know, he's gone. And I'll always love the moments, the times that we shared and that we were able to get through this mountain. Because it's a mountain. you got to go up that mountain and you got to come down. And we were two different worlds in religion. We were mm -hmm. two different worlds in, you know, I... I was one one division. He was another. We were we had to come together, and it hurts, but it is the most beautiful, valuable. At the moment that he left this world, I knew his love was there with me forever, and that he's waiting for me right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. This is beautiful. This is so beautiful. But God makes it all possible because yes, without does. Him. You know, it's not. There's nothing. There's and nothing I applaud you for doing this. I applaud you for. You know, never in my life would I have ever thought that I would ever leave. Even though in his last few weeks of his, he would tell me, just take me to a hospital, let them just, no, my job, my, my life is with you to every moment, every hour. And thank you for you coming back to your wife and, to, and being a man mm, and not you. a child. Yeah, absolutely. When we find yourself, when you find yourself knowing that you are out of line, out of track with the one you love, the best thing that you do is try your best to fix it. Don't keep her miserable or he is miserable because it's not fair. No. It's just not fair. So I love how he was willing to fix himself. And I share that in the book how it's important to work on yourself because you cannot change no one. Only God can change that person. And if he wants it, he will show he wants it. If she wants it, she will show she wants it. And that's all my book's about. You got to want it. Well, and I make that clear. After that, I don't want nobody staying in verbal abuse, hmm. adultery, <laughs> fighting, <laughs> you know, all. Nobody wants Making to be in that. Making you feel guilty. Yeah, nobody want to be in that. Nobody doing that. There are very strong women out here, very strong 
women who are, you know, knowing what they want. They know what they want. But also, too, we just got to remember that when we say I do, it's a covenant. It's a covenant. Yes. And you must follow the books. I don't care what you tell me, but the books of the Bible will guide you. And if you have any issues, and I think that you have done a lot of congratulations. Congratulations. And your blessings are going to keep coming stronger. I I talk about that in the book in um, chapter 15, how you continue to keep partnership, continue to keep marriage, and how victory comes. And That's I want true. to say thank you to Michael Clark for thank you, Michael. This is, awesome this is an guess. awesome guest. This is an awesome guest. And, and <laughs> Michael awesome knows guess. how I feel in my heart always. God is very powerful for me, and, and I live the word of uh, in whatever. You know, sometimes you think, what have I done? I've done something that, I, that I'm need to uh, to work with but i go i go pray i ask god just guide me just show me and michael is is when when i came on board to 660 the answer Mm -hmm. i met michael and the very first week i told him whenever ever i leave you're going with me where we start a program outside and this is what it's been and i was like yeah right like yeah right and he said yeah right heard that before i've heard that before (laughs) But, you know, the biggest thing, we honestly, we're on a nickel and dime on our show. We, we're looking for sponsors. But look at our, I mean, we're on a nickel and dime because we really, you know, I told it's Michael, I'm going to start selling advertisement here very soon. But everything that we do, God just keeps giving to us. And, and guests like you, last week we had, was it last week? We, we had, had Elena, Elena, uh, uh, Glassman. Elena Glassman with the five books Tora of the Torah, tasting. the Torah tasting. What an amazing, wow. an amazing book. Yeah, that's a really cool book, Jeff. I'll tell you about it later. It Wait. is absolutely. Well, everybody can find uh, Torah tasting on Amazon, Amazon. by uh, yes. Elena Glassman. And you can yes. also find Marshall's book. Yes, on Amazon, Amazon as well, under um, Shortcuts and Practical Ways to Survive Marriage. Okay, so they don't have to search for the real oh, Shelly no, Dobo. Better Shelly Dobo. No <laughs> Shelly Dobo, huh? <laughs> You're listening to Alexander and Friends. Absolutely. We're, being live. We're live from uh, from the Old House Barbecue. It is so funny because uh, Marshall just she has to tell you a story why she's Dobo Boo Boo or what is it? <laughs> My father named me Shelly Dobo. My dad, before he passed, and I was seven. Well, and you, you were the youngest, right? I'm, I'm the baby of twelve. She's the, I'm baby, the baby, so of she had kids. this nickname from her dad. Yes. Her, her name is Marcelle, but Shelly obviously comes natural. But the Dobo thing, he made up by himself. Yeah. Shelly Dobo. How's that? <laughs> yeah. We, we make up things all the time. So. <laughs> well, he was Leo Debo. His friend called him Leo Debo. Leo Debo. Yes. So since I came in as the baby, he had a nickname me. Shelly Dobo. Dobo. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want to let you all on in on a secret. What's uh, that? If we're, if we're done with the marriage thing, because I don't want to cry about the marriage stuff. Oh, it's phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Well, first of all, we need to congratulate you. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because, you know, the day you bought that book for, from Marshall and you gave to your wife. Amen. I was so proud of you. I'm proud of you too, Michael. You're the best. Because... <laughs> Well, be, I bought her lots of books before. I know, I but, know this did, book, but, but this book, but this book was, uh, you know, I mean, hey, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Billy Tatum. I kept telling him, "You got to buy that book. You got to buy that mm-hmm. book." He mm-hmm. says, "I can't. Mm. My wife will read it." <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's good. That's funny. So I was going to tell you a little uh, anecdote about uh, Jeff and I in the past. Uh oh. 
He's been doing his haircut thing for a while, and when he tried to do the... Uh, the uh, <laughs> you were the model? Well, no, no, no. My wife was. Oh. Okay. 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 He started a uh, non-profit where he was giving away uh, the hair that was uh, longer than 12 or 13 inches, something oh, like that, to, awesome. to the for cancer the, patients. For the cancer. Oh, yeah. awesome. my. So, I am so right. good. After, after he had, oh, after he had cancer, it was yes. natural to, to do that. So Excellent. Uh, my wife got her hair... Totally shaved off, mm -hmm. oh. and so did several of her friends, and we just made it like a big event, and that's how we raised money for it. Uh, so he he raised money in addition to just donating the the hair. He donated like uh, children's oh playgrounds and other things oh, to people. Wow. Yeah, oh, it was, I'm so proud of yeah. you. Do you still have that organization? We do, we do. Oh and my god, it still exists technically. It still exists. Yes, yeah. And so it. Um, you know, it was amazing to watch God bring it together. It's called Sheer Hope. And oh. Again, shearing off the hair. And then, sheer Hope. And nice. what would happen is the, the ladies that would volunteer and, and decide, it, it's more of a, than a volunteer, it's something in their hearts that they would be moved to say, yes, I want to give up my hair and show that, you know, I'm, a woman is beautiful with or without her with hair. With or without it's, hair. It's who she is. And, and it was, it's neat to hear the ladies talk about why they're moved to do oh. it. And then uh, having their event, they raise money to go back into families that are suffering and surviving cancer. And we were, we were able to, to buy uh, through their event. Uh, we went to a family and, and bought and built this playground that they put in their backyard for their, oh. their little girl who was uh, suffering through cancer. And, and uh, we've, we've paid car payments and, and we've bought you know, large amounts of uh, groceries and, and just anything we can do in families, because they did the same thing for us when I was going through it. Our friends and family came to us and they mowed our lawn and they bought our groceries and cleaned our house and did all this. And, what an and, amazing. And, and we just turned it around and, and said, Father, we're servants, so how do we serve others? And, and it's been wonderful. I think Jade, what, two or three times, right? Yeah, I've she got her hair, her hair shared two or three times. Yeah. Let it grow out for a couple of years and shave it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was it's, cool. We've got we've got photo albums full of that all the, absolutely the fun of those events. Yeah, yeah. It's just neat to see the hearts of the hearts. Yes. The hearts. Yes. Very important. Yes. Their love yes. and and yes. when we take the ladies with us to the families that they raised money for and the giving and then for the families to see the young ladies and what they did and then for the ladies to see the be with the families. It's just such a beautiful thing. Well, if we don't give back with our heart, not with just our, you know. A lot of times we just give because it makes us feel good. It's not about feeling good. It's about making sure the person that you're doing it for is feeling good. Mm -hmm. Because we always, you know, we, we're in control. But at that moment, they're not in control. And we have to make sure that we give from our heart. Like your hair. Now, my, let me tell you. I had curly hair. They used to call me Shirley Temple when I was a little girl. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I don't know if any lot of people know what Shirley Temple is, but per yes. Shirley had the curly hair. Everybody, everybody knows Shirley so, Temple. Everybody at this table knows Shirley Temple. Well, my great grandmother. I was raised by my great grandmother and my grandmother, so my hair would always get curly, and my great grandmother would make little bows of my hair. And when I was about twelve or thirteen, they started donating some of my hair to our Jewish war, the Jewish War Veterans Division, for our military women that were coming back that needed hair. So they used to, my curls, they used to come in. When my son was born, I had all his hair, his baby hair given also, Aww. Michael, when he was born in for his, um, um, a, 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 
I'm sorry, for his, all through the years, as he was little, you know, he had long hair, curly. I used to cut his hair. We used to donate it mm. to our Jewish division of, for, our, for our men and women in the military that would come back and needed hair mm-hmm. or skin. Mm-hmm. We were, that was something that we've done. So I really appreciate well, really that. Neat. Thank you so, so very much. It's, it's so That's touching. Incredible. That's so awesome. Touching. And, you know, I think it's, it's that, that compassion, that, it's compassion. That, that, that drove Jeff to start that. That's what Molly saw in him from the beginning. And it's great that it's finally, in the past, you know, several years, come back around yeah. to where you can show her. Better. And he had friends. Yeah. And he had friends that were the, in the same level. You see, my mother used to say, "Tell me who you run around with, and mm. I'll tell you who you are." Yeah, mm. sure. The friendship, the, the closeness, mm. the warmth, the the that you that mm. your wife went mm. and shaved her hair mm-hmm. to to be part of this, not just going. But to shave her hair to do this, these are things that are, it's the friendship that you bring together. And that makes a lot of difference because sometimes friends and then there's friends. Yeah. And you've got to measure the, who mm-hmm. the friendship is. Yeah. You're you really listening do. to Alexander and Friends. So today with, uh, I just want to say thank you to Daisy for, uh, for working so hard on her campaign. She's now... A city councilman. She'll be sworn in on uh, yes, She'll be sworn in on May sixteenth, and if you want to come to her uh, to the um, cele- uh, celebration, is May sixteenth at the city hall. It happens that quickly, huh? Yes, it happens oh, that quickly. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. So Mayor Kerry Gordon was reelected with a sixty-four percent. And that's in Box Springs, right? That's in Box Springs. Springs? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, we uh, we want to say thank you to all the ones that ran and that lost, and the ones that ran and won. And congratulations, so, congratulations to Steve, right? So Jeff is out of the loop here. He doesn't know that you and I are like uh, yes. these po- this political powerhouse. <laughs> I am the Republican. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she's a, st- a staunch Republican, but she's dragged me into a couple of these uh, election campaign things. And, oh, I've seen and you in the picture. Giving me different jobs to do, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is crazy over my head. I've never done anything like Can- this before. Candy but. Evans did not make it. Oh, uh, no. She lost to one of my sister from the our Jewish Community Center, but anyway, mm, she yeah. will try again next time. Good. But the biggest thing is about elections. It can either backfire you or fire you, one of the two. <laughs> we just have to learn how to just be together, no matter That's what. We no matter what, yes. We can't keep letting, letting it come in and separate us because we all got to work together as one to make this country better. So congratulations to Steve too. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations to Steve Steve Mm -hmm. and and also to all the the group that won underneath him. That's right. Yes, yes. Congratulations. We need to also today um, honor the families that were killed on this Allen uh, crime spree. You know that was around the corner from my house, right? Yes, yes. So I was totally disturbed. I I stopped all my whole day praying for them families. Well, there was also from the Church of Young Sons. We were at the service. uh, uh, Mr. Cole and and everybody, we were there. It was uh, uh, members of of Young Sons Church. And so it's been a kind of a, you know, there were not only that family, there were 12 families, 12 people, 12 different families that affected. have suffered, yeah. Yeah, that has been yes, affected. Yes. And that's why I think it's so important that I have to congratulate him to bring his family together and keep that Absolute. mental stability. That's right. I was sharing that with Jeff. We were talking down before we came on the podcast, and I was telling um, Jeff the, the importance of our children seeing 
parents together, because I think that's the secret of my beautiful girls, um, because of what they seen mom and dad, we've been the ups and downs, the in and outs. Um, but they said, you know what, mama, if you and daddy can do it, I know I can do it too. Well, yeah. And something else that if we've, did we get a little more time? We did. Absolutely. Okay, I'd like Michael to... is the producer. When he still goes like this. <laughs> I make the time. Look, oh, good. When he goes like this, that okay. means you better cut off. <laughs> okay. So the Lord wants me to talk about with mm-hmm. our, our children that, that something so important is that understanding uh, something else that I've had to learn, too, is boundaries. Because uh, I just know that, that there's a lot of, um, a lot of issues around... In your home, you have set boundaries of the way that you do life, and then these children have their decisions of how they want to do life. And and I, under that fear and control side, was wanting to control them where you you can't act like that, you can't be like that, you can't do that. And, and all that does is create more destruction. And so Dr. Henry Cloud, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he, yep. he yes, writes yeah. I have. the Boundaries books. And, yes, and Boundaries books, yes. yes. And it's just so good to understand that the way the simplest way that he puts it is that when you buy a home you've got the boundaries of your land your neighbor has the boundaries of their land and it's just a common understanding that they don't encroach and come across on your land and you don't come across on theirs i believe they're called survey right survey survey. right when you get a survey done exactly and so the key of understanding that that our children need to understand what our boundaries are and how mom and I do life. And so when they want to come home and do things that, that aren't within your boundaries, it's, it's not okay. I lead a men's Bible study and, and listen to uh, the men talk about how their kids try and push their things upon them. And so what Molly and I learned to do is that we set our boundaries with our kids and said, look, this is the way it'll be in our house. And if you'd like to stay within these boundaries, please live here. Absolutely. And, and if you don't, then please go live out there and, and do your life. And we still love you. And so um, they have chosen, thankfully, to go and live their own lives. Uh, they've got to be responsible for themselves and they've got to learn how to make it in this world. And so we're watching them live life and struggle through. And, and, and it's very hard sometimes as a parent to see them make these choices. However, we're keeping our home healthy and we're keeping our boundaries healthy. And we, I know that when I come in the door that my wife and I the Holy Spirit is there and that we keep it safe. So that way, when they come over to visit and they have dinner and they spend time with us and they're like, man, we just like being here. We just enjoy being with y'all. And it's like, well, it's because it's healthy. And then they go back out into the world where they're living their lives and doing their things. And we're just praying that, that they see and they understand because now in today's youth with this TikTok and all the oh. things that every 30 seconds they're there's something new in front of their face. The attention span is gone and, and they see things from so many sides all at once that they, they don't know what reality is. And so we as their parents are like, yeah, y'all are old school. You know, that's, that's yep. just not the way it is today. And it's like, no, these are principles that, are, that God has put in place and they're forever. So mm-hmm. you figure it out, kid. And, and eventually, hopefully they will. And, and so the key is, is that mom and I are consistent. And I've seen too many families let the kids come in and live there and they're grown adult children and they act a fool and they, they try and, and cause problems in the house and there's oh, tension yes. and yes. issues and, and it's unnecessary. 
Yeah. But they're too afraid to let them go because they think they're going to fail. Well, what are they doing right now in their own they're homes? Failing. They're failing. <laughs> they're failing. Yeah. So let them go out there and fail on their own and pick themselves up instead of you fixing all of their issues. Amen on that. And then what we're seeing is that the struggle had been hard for a long, long time. But just last night, the kids and I took Molly to dinner and and oh, uh, the boy came over and, and, and I drove and we went and picked up our daughter and, and we all went and... We had this amazing dinner and this time together, and, and again, they're 21 and 19, and we just laughed and, and loved and enjoyed. and, and Wonderful. That's, Wonderful. That's the kind of life that, that we, again, and I'm talking to the men, this is our responsibility as the men Amen. of the house to, to continue to bring that peace and that love. What is When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and he comes inside and the Holy Spirit comes inside, what are we now? We are now love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. That's who we are. Everything else is left because we have truly accepted the Father to come in. And we got the Ten Commandments there, too. Exactly. That come together. And so when we are those things, then it's our job to Amen. be this for our families and, and to try and, and bring that love and that, and that peace in our home and with when we're together. And, and in my past, I was just all about control. And it wasn't about love and it wasn't about peace and it wasn't about joy. It was about in control. do this. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if you don't do this, then, you know, then there's problems. Yeah. And, and so just learning how to... To come together. To come with love and respect to each person in the and, family. And you said it. Whatever. Respect. Yes. There's no love without what? respect, and there's no, I don't care what anybody tells me, but I love her, and I can hit her. No. no. It's got to be first respect, and then the love. Love comes with respect, That's or right. with anything. Respect is essential. And one of my kids it. is doing this, however, I don't agree with it. This person knows I don't agree with it, and yet when we're together, I'm not trying to control. I'm just loving her in what she's doing, just as Christ loves us and what we're doing. And, and being that example instead of the old self of, of just trying to, to be aggressive and, and controlling and then just getting the blank stare of, of like, you know, I'm done with yeah. you. And, and so that's, that's been very healing in, in me being able to learn to grow as a man as well. That's wonderful. Michael, what do you think about all this? Since you've been married for a long time and you have a beautiful family and a beautiful children, I just applaud you for bringing... Yeah. People like him. I think he's speaking truth. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And, and Nothing but the I, truth. I need to hear it just <laughs> as much as any it. other man. So I'm sitting here absorbing it. You know, I want to tell you on on, on June 3rd, we have an amazing guest coming who, um, Daisy and I heard him at one of our Republican clubs, mm -hmm. who is going to speak about fathers, the yeah. essential part of a father in a home. That's God good. created a man. And then he created a woman to come together, and you have to have that man to be able to guide. So we're looking forward to that January, June 3rd. June it is 3rd. Yes. Yeah. This gentleman has an organization for fathers. Wonderful. And they, and they have classes mm, and everything. So I'm not going to give the name out until Daisy and I get make sure that we have it all set up. Okay. But that's going to be a great, and I, I think that's this awesome. is going to come right and on so, board of this. If we were thinking about it, though, we wouldn't have had Jeff today. We would have had a mother. <laughs> but, but, but that's okay. But, but this is okay. very honoring but to mothers today. Mother is very honoring. Very honoring because <laughs> yes. he was honoring his wife. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. He is a mother. Yes. And we're mothers. Yes. And we, I'm honored to hear well, him Well, and he's talk. honoring his mother by his mother behaving, by like, behaving this. like this. That's right. And also, that's not right. only that, he, he made a... 
he made a he decided to do something that was important in his life yes. and that's come back to his wife and be mm. the man of his and that's an honor yeah. for him he's and a man wife. of his promise he's a man of his promise yeah yes. people don't recognize how hard it takes it takes a lot to speak about your personal home mm. let's be real oh yeah <laughs> it takes a lot out of And me. I know it that takes, Jeff prayed about this before he came yeah, on. Yeah, it takes a lot. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to be real Listen, and tell somebody what it I takes to stay together. I want to say something. When he told me he wanted to talk about marriage, I said, is he a marriage counselor? <laughs> 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 he says, no. No. It's about his marriage. Right. What an amazing talk. Because you I said, want to hear I said no, real. he's a hairstylist. He hears about everybody else's marriage. <laughs> no, oh, yes. <laughs> and then you get to do the hair and then tell him, let me tell you what he needs to do or what you need to do. <laughs> he gets to give the opinions. He could. What he could. an amazing day. Thank you so much, Michael, awesome. for, for inviting this wonderful gentleman. And uh, we're looking forward to you, for, for you and your wife to come together and join us on the show one day. Because be what it would be great to hear what she has to say. Mm, I appreciate that. Yeah. Wouldn't that be an absolute? Oh, yeah. an absolute There's always two, stories, two stories to a situation. Whoa, well, yeah, you sit her on that side. Because if I sit my husband down. Oh, my God, we're going to talk trash. What? My husband will say, all right, don't let Shelly tell y'all that she's good, okay? <laughs> um, so thank you again for being here. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to to make sure that our heart is clean also and for and telling us about God because we don't hear that often enough. Thank you for honoring your wife the way you do mm-hmm. and your children. Mm-hmm. And that is so important. Thank you. Keep for, passing uh, the love. Alexander, keep passing the love. Alexander and friends. Yes. yes. Thank you for Michael, what me. do you have to say? We're coming here to the end. This is Alexander and friends. I want to thank Mr. Jose Guillen for giving us the opportunity to um, be here this morning, every, the first and and last Saturday of every month. And then we have two guests here that are always, always here, here with us. Our, our I want to say hello to Paula. Yes, hello, hi, Paula. Paula. And hi, thank Vivian. You. And Vivian, thank you so we very much. We love you guys. We love you guys. They, 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 you know, we decided to come yeah. to, to this location because we're alive and people could come and go. And right. they're not our, come they're out not our and join guests. Us. They come and come join, out join us. us. But it is Get it's some barbecue. different. It's a barbecue <laughs> place. It's a, the food is delicious. Yes. Mr. Jose Guillen is the greatest chef in the whole world. And our sponsor. We love you. But thank you so much for, again, for um, giving us the opportunity to be here today. And this is God's place. Yes. Jeff, is there anything else you want to say before we leave? No, Can you close us out with prayer in a second? Will you close us out with prayer? I will. Love it. Father, I just come before you and I thank you so much for this opportunity. And and I just pray for all the the marriages out there, Lord, that, that Father, I just pray that, that the husbands and wives realize that, that the only person they can change is themselves. That's right. And I just ask that, that as you uh, cover them and put a hedge of protection around them and keep them safe, Lord, that, that those who uh, uh, choose to fight for their, their marriages and, and for their children, that, that they will seek you first, Lord, and that they will come to you and, and ask you how they themselves can be different and how they can love and respect their wife and their kids or their, their husband and their kids and, and listen and, and hear from you on, on how to grow and then actually implementing that into their lives and, and choosing to change instead of always wanting the other person to change, Father. And I just thank you for these ladies and this opportunity and this time to be here, and we just give you all the glory and the praise because oh, yes. you are the only answer. Yes. And um, you are the only way we can ever progress and heal. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Mm-hmm. You're listening to Alexander and Friends. Thank you so much for allowing us to come into your home. Miss Miss Dobby Dooby. Oh. Miss Marshall, thank you so much. I love you, you, so much. I love you too. Love you, you have a good evening. God bless you. It was such a family. pleasure to have you here. Thank you. thank you, Michael. Thank you for a great show again. Thanks, Michael. You're See the best. See you next Saturday. Bye bye.